Welcome to the Cornerstone Baptist Church podcast. My name is Justin Wheeler. I am the preaching pastor for Cornerstone Baptist Church in Wiley, Texas. And it is February of 2020. And this year on the podcast, um, as we've stated over the last several weeks, we're doing things a little differently this year. One of the main things we're doing this year is answering questions that you send in as regular listeners to the podcast. And you know, primarily, these questions have come in from members of Cornerstone, but not exclusively. Uh, We've received a handful of questions. We're going to continue to answer those. If you haven't had a chance to submit a question, you can do that uh, by emailing us, contacting us through our social media accounts. We will be glad to uh, receive those questions and uh, answer those questions in time. A couple of other things that we're going to be doing this year is I'm going to be interviewing different individuals within the church, primarily the leaders of the church. I'm going to be uh, interviewing my fellow elders uh, and some of our deacons and other men and women that serve in the congregation so that you as members or new members or uh, potential members of Cornerstone Baptist Church can get to know us a little bit better and what it is that makes us tick as a church. Now, One of the other things that we're doing this year is I want to offer some book reviews that I think will just be helpful to you as listeners. I think it'll be helpful to our members. And and the main reason I was thinking about this is that I I get asked questions all the time about various things. Some of those questions are recurring questions. And one of the questions is, what are you reading? What are you currently reading? And and I'm one of those individuals who I I don't just read one book. I'm usually reading four or five different books. Um, the, the bulk of my reading as a pastor is uh, for preaching and teaching. Um, I'm, I'm studying right now through Galatians, and we're, we just started a series on the book of Galatians, and we're going to go verse by verse through this book. And so um, I've got about five books on my, my bookcase right now that are all commentaries on Galatians. I'm, I'm currently, currently reading um, John Stott's small commentary on Galatians from the uh, InterVarsity Press series. It's really, really helpful. The Message of Galatians, the Bible Speaks Today series. That's one that I really appreciate. I, I, I like John Stott. I like his, uh, his insight into the text of Scripture. And then I'm reading uh, a the Commentary on Galatians by Martin Luther. So this is 500-year-old book, and or nearly 500 years old, and I'm, I'm just reading that, trying to understand what was making that particular reformer tick at the time, and it's been really helpful. Um, I'm sure it'll come out as I'm preaching through the year. So I'm reading a bunch of books on on Galatians. I'm doing that kind of stuff. But then there's also just books I want to read to help me get a grasp on ministry, um, books about the church, books about theology, books about culture. Uh, I like to read books about history at least once a year. Uh, if you're a member and you've been a member for any time, you know that I, I want to read about, I want to read biographies, specifically biographies of reformers, uh, Protestant reformers, and I always present on a Protestant reformer on Reformation Day in, in November or late October, early November. And then, um, you know, I just read for pleasure. I read a lot of fiction as well. So today, I want to talk to you about two books that I read late last year. Uh, they're books that I want to recommend to you. I'm not going to give a, a big, deep, detailed review, but I do want to tell you a little bit about the book, a little bit about the author, and then tell you whether or not you should pick this book up and read it for yourself, and totally up to you. However, let me share you uh, with you uh, some of the books that I've read last year. Now, one, the first one I want to talk about is a book by uh, Ben Sass. Ben Sass, B-E-N-S-A-S-S-E. Now, some of you already know the name Ben Sass. Uh, ben is a, he's an American politician. He's an author, he's a professor, he's a former academic administrator. 
Uh, but he is the uh, he serves as a United States Senator for the state of Nebraska, and he uh, assumed office in January of 2015. He's a fairly young guy. He's only a few years younger, older than me. He's 47, I believe. Um, but I first heard about Ben Sass. Honestly, I was um, I think I was watching a, uh, a an online. Um, TGC conference. I was, I was watching messages that were coming from the, the Gospel Coalition's conference, and this was back in 2017. I think it was the same time that this particular book I'm going to talk to you about came out. And, and I remember hearing Ben Sass speak about what, uh, what Washington, D.C. has to do with the church, uh, or what Jer- Jerusalem has to do with Washington, D.C. I can't remember the exact title there. And, and he had some really incredible incredibly helpful. He made some really uh, helpful connections between the work of politics and the work of the local church and how these two things should work together to produce the kind of society where God can be glorified and where His Word can be upheld. And it was in that I, I thought, man, I need to pay attention to this guy. And so I started looking him up and I found uh, the book that I'm going to talk to you about today. And the title of the book is The Vanishing American Adult by, by Ben Sass. Uh, the subtitle is Our Coming-of-Age Crisis and How to Rebuild a Culture of Self-Reliance. Now, like I said, this book came out in 2017. It has been well-reviewed, widely reviewed all over the place. Um, I've decided to... I had this book on my my wish list for a while and just decided to pick it up last year when I'd, I'd worked through some things, uh, worked some through some of the books that I already had there. I picked it up and began to read it and just was gripped by uh, the level of understanding, the the cultural analysis that Ben was able to do in that book was just mesmerizing to me. It was, if you've, if you're over 35 uh, or, or, you know, in my case, I'm 43. So if you're, you know, around my age and the way you were raised was just dramatically different from the way you see young people being raised today. And you just don't know what to do with that. You're, you're concerned about that, but you haven't necessarily put uh, words to why that's a problem or why you're concerned about that, but you're just concerned about it. And you don't want to just become an angry guy who's yelling at kids to get off your lawn. You really want to think deeply about the differences between the, the, the cultural moment from 30 years ago and the cultural moment today and what that's going to mean for um, our American future. Then this is a good book for you to pick up because Ben does just that. And he talks about the value uh, of living life and being raised in a hardworking environment. Uh, just being wa- raised with responsibility, being raised away from electronic devices, being raised to read and to think and to work. I mean, I remember getting my first job when I was 15, and I, I, I had a job all the time. I mean, every year, every summer, I was working, doing something. And, and Ben kind of relates that back to uh, his own life and how most of our young people today aren't experiencing the same things. And what does that mean? What has that actually done uh, to our culture. I, I found the book immensely helpful. Um, if you're a parent of teenagers or even a parent of children, I think this book would be helpful to you just to think through some of the things that you might want to incorporate into your parenting to make sure that your children are obtaining certain experiences that will help them grow into um, productive, self-reliant in some capacities, but hardworking adults. Uh, so I, I found this book immensely helpful. One of the things that I thought found most helpful about this book is that he has a chapter on the role of reading. 
And I just found that really helpful, really encouraging, the role of reading. And, and what he did, he and his wife, they set out um, basically this great library, this, this wonderful library that they wanted to be able to impart to their children. It was just a handful of books, you know, 30, 40, I can't remember exactly what it was. It may have been 50 books, but just certain books that they wanted their children to read so that they would be better equipped to engage their world, to engage politics, to engage philosophy, to engage theology, and just to engage their fellow man. Um, and I found that immensely helpful. If, if you want your kids to be readers and you've invested in them for that purpose, but you just don't know exactly the scope of a library that you would want to give your kids, he, he produces that in this book. And, and I've bought some of those books for my children and encouraged them to read them um, over the holidays, and we'll be doing that this summer as well. But um, I found this a delightful book, a very helpful book, very winsome, and I'm, I'm growing in my respect for Senator Ben Sass. So the first book, Senator Ben Sass's book, The Vanishing American Adult. Highly recommend it to you. Uh, now the second book I want to talk to you about is, is well, it's, it's a book that I remember I was talking to one of our deacons. His name is Jeremy. I was talking to Jeremy and uh, he had just finished reading this book. I think mean, he travels a lot with his work, and he had just finished reading this book, and he recommended it to me. And it was one of those things where I, I, I tagged it in my my wish list, uh, my Amazon wish list, and I didn't pick it up. And I think I picked it up about the same time I picked up Ben Sass's book. But this is the book titled The Boys in the Boat. And the author is Daniel James Brown. And the, the subtitle of the book is Nine Americans and Their Epic Quest for Gold at the 1936 Berlin Olympics. Now, when I first picked this book up, I, uh, you know, it came by recommendation of a, of a dear friend of mine. I, I read a little bit about it online. It, it is a New York Times bestseller, and for good reason. It is an amazing book. It's a wonderful book. What it does in the book is you start out uh, basically learning about our own culture, learning about America, not our own culture, but our own country. You learn about America um, pre-1920s and around the 1920s. Um, uh, around the time of the Great Depression, the Dust Bowl, and the effect that it was having on American families. And in the, in the process of learning a little bit about that, you begin to see uh, the, this, this story about a man takes shape. The, the main character in the story is a man by the name of Joe Rance. And Joe Rance, we, we first meet Joe Rance when he's a child, and he has a very broken, troubled family life. And then um, the, the story really gains its footing when Joe Rance is a teenager and he finds himself without a family, uh, with, without anybody to help him. He has very little um, resources in terms of things that, that, that come easy to him, and he just has to work hard and he has to make a way for himself. And it is an amazing story to think about where this young man came from. But um, he finds his way onto the campus of the University of Washington. He finds himself trying out to be an oarsman. Now, I didn't know anything about rowing uh, before reading this book. I mean, I'd seen a couple of clips on the Olympics, but I know nothing about rowing. And I have grown in my respect and admiration for not only the work of rowing, the, the sport itself and the work that goes into it, but also uh, just shipbuilding in general. Uh, Daniel Brown does an, an amazing job of weaving together the historical setting of these uh, these nine American young men, and uh, he he tells us about shipbuilding. He tells us about 
uh, how these boats were made and the, the individuals that made them. George Yeoman Pocock is the, the, the man who makes these boats, and he came over from uh, he came to America and, and began to build ships in, in a similar fashion that he did in, uh, in Britain. And I mean, it's just an amazing story. And, and as the story unfolds, you begin to see that these young men are, are coming together as a team. They're working hard. They all have their own individual stories, not, not easy stories, but difficult stories, but stories that are inspiring and helpful. And they all come together in this boat, and they come together as a team with their coaches, and they have an opportunity to go to the Olympics, the 1936 Olympics. And it just so happens that in 1936, the Olympics were in Berlin. They were in Germany at the same time that uh, Nazi Germany, that Hitler was rising. These young men were learning how to row a boat together um, in their quest for greatness and Olympic gold. And the story is just incredible. It's, it's not a bestseller for nothing. It is a wonderful story. I highly recommend it to you. I, I was just drawn to it. I, I couldn't hardly put it down. In fact, when I finished reading it, I found that there was a, uh, a copy of The Boys in the Boat for young men, for, for boys. And so I bought a copy for my son, but he had already listened to it through our Audible account, uh, the, the same one I did. So both, uh, uh, both of us found it really, really helpful. Uh, it's an unforgettable story. And so I highly recommend both of these books to you. Ben Sass's book, The Vanishing American Adult, and Daniel James Brown's book, The Boys in the Boat. Now, I hope this has been helpful to you. I hope that you'll feel um, encouraged to go and pick up a good book uh, and read and expand your understanding. Think deeply, uh, maybe even share that with someone else who will be blessed by it as well. Now, if you want to learn more about Cornerstone Baptist Church, you can find us online at cornerstonewiley.org. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at cbcwiley. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash cornerstonewiley. And you can also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play in order to stay up to date on all the new content. Thank you so much for listening.